Okay, it's time for the April 23rd version of the Come On Now MMA podcast. I want to start off today looking at an interview that Alexander Hernandez gave to MMA fighting, and it's and there's a lot to unpack in this. So Hernandez is the latest, I think the latest UFC fighter who claims to believe that he had COVID-19. Um, didn't get tested, but this is nothing new. Um, there's been several UFC fighters who have not been tested and have come to the conclusion on their own that they had COVID-19. So I, I take that for what it's worth, which is nothing since, you know, they weren't tested. But during this interview, he, I don't, I just, there was just some off the wall stuff that Hernandez said that deserves commenting um, because it's just, it's just crazy. Um, the, the first thing that is that Hernandez said that he basically fucked up the COVID-19 and, and yeah, conquered it, which, okay, if you want to believe that, believe it, but it seems a little nuts, but then, um, he, he made some comments, it's just, they kind of fall in, in line with the same kind of thing that Dana White has been saying about the, uh, the coronavirus and COVID-19. So what uh, Hernandez had to say that kind of bothers me is is this quote here. I'm I'm just not worried about it. The more information that comes out, the ratios and the death ratios, people start kind of realizing that we've been categorizing everything into this COVID umbrella. The more I hope people think uh, it's not everything it's cracked up to be. It's it's not the end of the world and it's nothing to even hide from. Just take care of yourself health is found within i think we just need to operate within ourselves be the best version of ourselves before we go pointing fingers and creating fucking conspiracies or whatever the fuck else just take care of yourself and get back on track in life so uh, that's a blatant i mean that's an obvious denial of science um this isn't i mean should you run from covid19 and coronavirus I would say, I mean, running from it's not going to prevent you from um, catching it. By the same token, you should follow the instructions that epidemiologists and scientists and doctors um, have laid out, which is self-quarantine when possible, wear a mask in public, and you know follow the rules and to say here to uh, say that it's not everything it's cracked up to be is just silly it's a denial of science um, you know we're, we're closing in i think on you know fifty thousand people dead in, in the united states and that's something uh, to worry about and to say it's not Everything it's cracked up to be. I don't. What is? I don't know what Hernandez wants here. It just bodies dropping everywhere all the time. 
you know, just a relentless body count. So it's not a conspiracy. It's not the. It's not the flu. It's not something to take lightly. But yet, I believe that these comments say that Hernandez is taking it lightly, and I believe that Dana White is also. Well, he might not be taking it lightly. His statements say he is taking it lightly. So there's just this denial in MMA and that this thing is just a little blip and that it's going to go away. And it's not. So I I don't understand it. Um, but that's where we are with the... Uh, with some of the thinking inside the UFC and the fighters, that you can just shake this off like a like a cold, like a like a stub toe. It's it's just something. It's a minor inconvenience. It's not. Um, I would implore people to not believe that, to read up on it, and uh, don't don't follow some of these folks who are telling you, you know, just suck it up, keep living your life the same way. If you get sick. You'll beat it because, you know, it's all, all you need is a positive attitude, which, not true, not true. So, Wrestling Observer has said that the UFC 249 event on May 9th is probably going to take place in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, Jacksonville did host the last fight card that took place in the United States um, under while we were going through the early stages of the pandemic that was a combat night card uh, overseen by the Florida State Athletic Commission and I have real concerns about the way the Florida State Athletic Commission is going to handle UFC 249 um, I asked them if they had additional COVID-19 testing, I got a vague answer that pretty much just said, you know, we we do what we have to do as far as medicals and blah, blah, blah. Did not answer uh, directly my question, which leads me to believe that there is not additional testing for COVID-19. And the way the Florida Commission handled the uh, combat night event makes me even more worried. Um, so this is what the promoter had to say about the safety precautions um, to ESPN. All fighters had their temperatures taken Friday at weigh-ins. Anyone entering the Shrine Auditorium and Expo Hall will have their temperature taken, as well as be asked if they have been in contact with anyone who has the coronavirus, anyone who has symptoms, or has been recently in any of the COVID-19 hot zones. Um, as far as asymptomatic people who might be contagious, he said that um, that was somewhat of a worry, but he trusted in the ringside physicians sent by the commission to cover the bout. So first of all, if the extent of your testing is a temperature check, that's more or less doing the least you can possibly do and saying that it's safe um, the temperature checks are they're not trustworthy they won't tell you if someone is asymptomatic 
they could give a false reading because your temperature could be up because you ran over there to uh, to lose weight or they could be down if you're taking uh, some kind of over-the-counter medication to suppress a fever. Uh, so temperature check is, while it's not useless, it seems to be close to useless. And again, if you're not doing an actual test, you don't know if someone's asymptomatic. So the temperature check, if that's the solution, if that's the extent of the uh, extra precautions, that's, uh, that's a huge worry and a huge concern. So I am... I think the UFC needs to publish its its safety and healthy health plan for this, to publish it to the fighters and to the media, so we can be uh, sure that everyone who will be in the building for this event will be as safe as they possibly can. Um, also, pretty sure they're not going to go through the quarantining part of this, so already that's a worry. So. It's a, there's a lot of concerns about this, and I don't think those concerns are going to be alleviated anytime soon. So that's where we are with the UFC 249 safety and health plan. ESPN's Ariel Hawani provided some uh, interesting information in his weekly thoughts uh, column. What he had to say was that, and this is the quote, I'm told the fighters who were slated to compete on the ill-fated London card on March 21st received no more than $20,000. As you can imagine, some of the higher earners aren't too pleased with that amount, while others were happy to get something for nothing. So the first part of that, um, I think we were led to believe that the UFC London fighters were paid their show money. That does not seem to be the case. So that's disappointing. And when you consider that Tyron Woodley made um, $500,000 in his last fight, which was a title fight, and uh, if you go back through his record, his previous non-title fight with a disclosed payout was $139,000. So for someone like him to get 20 grand um, that's that's not uh, not sufficient and if you I mean if if you're going to be led to believe that you're going to get your show money 20 grand's a a kick in the head for someone like for someone like Woodley who was supposed to headline this event and surely his uh, show money was going to be more than 20 grand uh, so we still haven't heard if any of the fighters on the other cards that have been canceled or postponed um, have been paid and how much they've been paid but that would be interesting to know uh, and the UFC is not going to share that so hopefully someone can get that information and uh, put it out there hopefully the uh the fighters will get, at the very least, their show money. There's no reason that they won't, shouldn't because they went through fight camps. They put in the time, they spent the money, now they're out that money. So it's 
it's not not a good look when the UFC comes up with you know twenty grand at most for someone like Tyron Woodley. Um, one thing that bothers me about the way Helwani wrote that is that it, it says something for nothing that the fighters were getting something for nothing, and that's not true because the London folks were probably at the end of their camps and starting their weight cuts, so they were on the verge of, and some of them actually did travel to, to London, so it's not something for nothing. They put in the time to prepare for the fight, and in, in my mind, um, and I forget who said this, but they, uh, it was a UFC fighter, I believe, said that the, uh, the work is getting prepared for the fight, doing the training, doing the, the road work, cutting the weight. That's the, that's the work. And then the fight itself, in their mind, was the reward for the work. And I believe that to be true. You put in that 6 to 12 weeks, sometimes more, of work to prepare for the fight. And then you, you're, you're, you get to fight. And the fight's the reward. The, the work was all done before the fight. So you should be paid for that work. Um, also because you put out money for that work paid your training partners paid for your food um, paid for uh, whatever you needed to pay for for the uh, for the camp paid the gym that money's all gone now and then 20 grand you know that might co cover it but for someone with uh, like a Woodley 20 grand might not cover your, your training camp so these fighters should be paid their show money, and it's it and it it will never be for nothing if they went through a fight camp. That that implication that it was for nothing is 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 just wrong. Another thing that bothered me today was the uh, MMA manager Brian Butler, who is um, part of Sucker Punch Entertainment, um, said some things that didn't sit well with me um, basically saying that the the UFC is not punishing or uh, fighters who are electing not to compete right now uh, who don't want to compete during the, the, the pandemic um, and some of the things here are just here's what he says uh, at this I understand why the UFC wants to get things going again like um, Sucker Punch manager Brian Hamper said, the country needs something right now because everybody's just stuck. Watching Netflix is getting old. I applaud the UFC for trying to get it going, and I hope they find a safe way to get it going because a lot of fighters want to do it and a lot of people want to watch it. All right, all that is true, but it again, we went through this same kind of deal when um, some of the managers spoke out against the MMA media and blamed the media for getting... Uh, UFC 249 canceled um, back in, in May and that wasn't true then and it's not true now but this kind of has that same kind of feel where the manager is sticking up for the UFC for trying to get these fights going um, and hoping the UFC is going to find a safe way to do it if I'm a manager I don't want to hope 
that the UFC is going to do this the correct way. I want to pressure the UFC to do this the correct way. I want to I want to represent my fighters in a way that they feel safe and that they feel that I have their back. And sure they want to fight, but I don't want to put a I wouldn't want to put someone that I manage and handle in a in a situation that's unsafe. Um I I would find a, another way to uh, to to provide for them if I had to. Um, because it's it's it, it, if the UFC says don't worry, we got this. That tells me nothing. So uh, if I'm a manager, I'm forcing the UFC to show me that this is going to be safe. Give me your plan. Show me that you're going to test these guys enough, so I'm sure and certain that every fighter on on the on the on my roster is is going to go to the event and return from the event in the same, uh, more or less the same health that they were in when they left. I'm not sure they're going to get the dings from the fight, but they're not going to get a a virus that could kill them that they could bring back to their family, that could kill someone in their family, um, to just hope that the UFC is going to get it right, insufficient. Um, these The MMA managers are... I don't understand some of the thinking here. Um, I just don't understand why they would, and I'm not saying Butler's doing this, but some of the other managers definitely sided with the UFC on on other things related to these fights right now during the pandemic. And you know, just because a fighter in your on your roster wants to fight, it it doesn't mean they should fight. Um, so safety is the biggest thing here, and. If the UFC provides these managers with a good plan, fine. Sign the fighter up. If they come in with an insufficient plan, um, you know it's it's up to a manager to tell the fighter, "Hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna book you here because it's unsafe, and I don't want you and your family or anyone else you come into contact with to possibly get ill." And if the fighter doesn't like that, that's I, that's their decision, and and they can move on. Um, but I'm not gonna. For me, I'm not gonna feel good about it if I don't say I'm here to help you any way I can. And the way I can help you best right now is to advise you to not take this fight. And if the if they want to move on and and take the fight, and you say you're not gonna let them. Um, then, you know, so be it. And I would, uh, I would let them, let them walk from the, from the contract. It's not whatever money I would get from the, the fighter wouldn't be worth it to me to, uh, to risk their health just to get 10% or 20% of what they make, hopefully 10% because anything over that is unfair to the fighter, but we uh, we know some managers take more than ten percent, so I don't like managers siding with with uh, the promotion. It it gives me a a bad feeling, and I don't like that a manager would want to possibly risk the health of a fighter that they are supposed to represent and supposed to take care of. So, um, sure, a fighter can move on his own or her own if they want to. 
but um, I would release them from the management deal if if that was the case, because there's nothing, there's no amount of money that is going to in, inspire me to risk the health of someone that I allegedly care about and uh, advise to to do the smart thing. So we'll see where this leads, but more managers. The short thing about all this is more managers need to stand up to the UFC and not just take what the UFC offers them and not just take what the UFC tells them as gospel. Um, UFC's job is to book fights, to make money, and they're going to do that however they see fit. So it's the manager's job to protect the fighter in all ways. So hopefully that's that's happening, and hopefully some fighters, managers... Will will step up the pressure on the UFC to provide real safety, um, a real safety plan for this event. And if they don't, and then why should the UFC do it? No one's forcing it. I mean, the media is trying to, but the media is getting dismissed as uh, just a bunch of troublemakers who who don't care about the fighters when it's actually the total opposite. They care about the fighters probably more than the UFC does. I mean, I, I I make no money when someone fights other than to cover the fights. The UFC makes a huge chunk of change when someone fights. So who's who's got a, a who's interest? Who's more interested in the fighters' health and safety than than probably the media? We we don't we don't gain anything other than we can cover fights. So it's it's a weird situation, but it's the situation we're in. So hopefully again, there will be pressure, and there is already pressure on the UFC to, to provide a real safety plan. And if they don't, that's a, that does not look good when you're the only sport going on and uh, you can't tell, you can't tell the media what your safety plan was other than, you know, as Dana White said, we got this figured out. That that doesn't cut it. So hopefully we'll see some kind of plan that that's above and beyond just following what the Athletic Commission requires. And uh, that's about all I have for today. Um, with all this stuff that's happening... Maybe I'll have something over the weekend. Uh, we'll see. If not, I will be back Sunday night for the Monday morning uh, podcast. So until then, um, stay safe. Mm-hmm.